Hello, welcome back to the Brunch Boys podcast. This week, myself and Cam sit down with two special guests, special friends of mine, Ash and Josh. A few weeks ago, I went to a psychic dinner with a friend of mine and got to sit in on three different mediums. The four of us sat down one night, listened back to the recordings, and I got their perspectives on some of the things that were said about me. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy. All right, so we've got... Well, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm Ash. I'm a good friend of Josh. I'm Josh, I'm Ash's partner. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah, we need to work around this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've actually got two Joshes here. We don't just have Ash, who reckons she's a good friend of Josh, and Josh, who reckons he's Ash's partner. Um, um, Ash's partner, Josh, do you have a nickname we can go by? You can call me, why don't you be Joshua? Oh, why don't I be Joshua and you be Josh? I was gonna say, it's my show, so I'm gonna be Josh. <laughs> I'll be Joshua. Okay. All right, so me and Ash, we go a long way back. We do. We first met drunk at the Tav at uni. Can you remind me what happened that night? I've I've got a hazy memory. So it was somebody's birthday party at uni, and we were at the uni Tav. I think there was a theme to the night. Was it... I know I was dressed as Alice in Wonderland. I can't remember what you were dressed as. Were you dressed as Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, something like that. I was dressed up as a cheerleader. Yeah. It was Halloween, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And Josh wasn't a big drinker in uni. He's a bit of a lightweight, so he was pretty... pretty... Unlike the uh, piss tank that I am now. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a very... You wouldn't recognise him back then. <laughs> What's that got to do with the story? <laughs> so, um, it was a Halloween night. It was yeah. someone's birthday. Yeah. We had seen each other in class a few times. And I, I honestly, I actually thought Josh was a bit of a... Um, know-it-all class clown. I, I don't think I've ever told you that before. But I am a know-it-all class clown, so... <laughs> so we, Thank you for was was your intention to be controversial or observant? Yeah, so I, I guess we weren't really... I wouldn't call us, like, good friends or anything at this point. No, we literally made eye contact twice in class. Yeah, yeah. Somehow it escalated. So I think we had a conversation about somehow it got to belly button talk. Yeah, I think Ash was a bit drunk that night, and really, it's like the Iniverse Audi. No, that going on. If only it was. <laughs> <laughs> so I had like a mid crop top or whatever. You, what do you call it when the your stomach is out? It's a crop top, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, a crop top. Generalized uh, crop top. Okay, a, a general crop top. Sorry, <laughs> not the mid crop top. I had a crop top on, so my belly button was exposed, and so Ash, for some reason, wanted to start conversation about that, and she goes up to me and she's like. Do you know that when you finger someone's belly button, it tickles their... <laughs> you feel it deep in your loins. I can't believe you don't remember what I said. <laughs> deep in the loins. All right, so, sorry, say it again verbatim. You, you feel it deep in your loins. Like, you know when you go, you, you're on like a ride and it drops. And then you get that kind of like feeling in your stomach, but it's not quite your stomach. Where? It's like lower. You feel it in like your genitals. <laughs> You did not say loins. Something like that. Something you said genitals. That. Okay, genitals, sure. So, so Ash goes up to me and she says, can we test my theory? <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. She's like, okay. So I'm going to put my finger in your belly button and you're going to tell me if you can feel it in your genitals. I feel like I wasn't that eloquent. I feel like I just fingered your belly button yeah. and I was like, can you feel it? <laughs> <laughs> So, Ash fingered me that night. Beautiful. Mm. 
nice. It's the first time a female's ever touched me there. Something to that effect. <laughs> Has anyone ever touched you there, students? Yeah, I mean, it's usually you. <laughs> Is that a normal That's thing true. for you, Ash? Just at parties? I mean, just yeah. find the closest belly button. Um, and just... I, I guess my belly button must be a really good belly button. I think I've got a bit of a belly button fetish, actually. Most underrated. Of players, mainly. Yeah. The four players is mainly <laughs> belly button stuff. So yeah. All right, yeah. Ash. Question to you: Whose belly button feels better, mine or Joshua's? Oh, I can't choose. They're, they're so different. They're all special in their own way. They're all they're vast. They're cavernous. Cavernous. <laughs> <laughs> What makes it is like button? that's the equivalent of like a well endowed man like for, <laughs> for a belly button. Cavernous. 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 Exactly, yeah. yeah. None of that Audi shit. I want an innie. <laughs> something no something to put my finger in. Sorry, Cam, you're out. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. <laughs> I think I'm out too. No, you got an innie. My old innie. It's not very cavernous. Yeah, I'd say Josh's belly. Jo- Josh. No, Josh. It's not how cavernous. Well, it's how you Josh's belly button's better. Oh, thank you. Not Joshua's. Well, I must have. I must have pushed the right button because we're still friends now. Well, well, oh, sorry. So the answer to the question that Ash had for me was yes, I did feel it in my gonads. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And seven years later, look at us now. Exactly. I opened up a whole new world of pleasure for him. Literally a whole new world. Yeah. Third dimension. So anyway, we're not... Yeah. Why are we here? We're not here to talk about smutty belly buttons and little kinks. We're actually here to listen to my future. Yep. And Ash is quite spiritual. Um, shaman, I think, was the term that we used before. We, yes, she's a shaman. She's a local shaman. I'm a certified shaman. <laughs> and she's excellent at interpreting psychic readings. So I went to a psychic dinner a couple of weeks ago with my mate Jordan, and I came across some very interesting things. Firstly, why did you go to a psychic dinner? We were drunk. Okay. And it sounded like fun. And it was fun, but like we rocked up. Jordan's same age as me, mid twenties. Room full of women smelling like must sticks, all forty years old. There been a lot of crystals. Oh, it's yeah. a lot of crystals. Lot of crystals. They gave me. They gave me an activation stone. I don't know, <laughs> oh, really? I don't know what it's meant to activate, but <laughs> the belly button. Depends, you put it in your belly. Depends where I rub it. Put it in your belly button <laughs> on a full moon. All right, actually, let's pause this recording. <laughs> and you la- lay on the lawn. Make sure it faces north <laughs> and your loins will feel Wait, incredible. What faces north? The uh, stone or? This crystal in your cabin. <laughs> I'm curious, Josh, can you comment on the quality of a dinner psychic versus a private psychic? I've not been to a private psychic, have you? I have, but a long time ago, maybe five years ago, and she read my hand as well. Which was interesting. Did she spit in it and said, you're going to have a pool in the future? <laughs> <laughs> Simpsons fan, I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought you came up with that organically. That no. Very impressive. Like, almost all of my jokes, they are ripped <laughs> off from someone. Yeah, that's right. Simpsons you will never get away with that with me. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was interesting. She read my future, but she also read some of my past. And she said in a past life that I was a man. And I died at 30 years of age of a broken heart. Such an impossible claim to prove. You were a dog in your past life. Oh, okay. I do like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. What about, okay, so she told you stuff about the past, which we obviously cannot prove. Yeah. What about the future? So that was five years ago. Oh, the, the only other thing I can really remember her saying was that I should 
be conscious of my dad's health when I'm 34, 35 years old. Okay, so in two years' time. Fuck off. <laughs> Excuse you. We're like the same age. Too. So wait, was that all that you could remember from it? Hmm. Yeah, I had some things recorded, but um, I, I can't remember. She said I'd be into fitness. That's kind of true. Is it? Kind of true. I wouldn't say I'm a gym junkie. You don't have an Apple Watch, that's why. Yeah, that's true. Maybe when I get an Apple Watch, I can be as cool. You'll finally reach your final form. (laughs) So, did she give you a recording of. Mm, She let me record it, yeah. A lot of them that you recorded. I reckon that's ballsy. Oh, so. All three of mine were recorded, and it's funny you say palm reader because I had a palm reader too. Okay. And she was definitely my favourite by far. She told me a lot of cool stuff. Although she was a bit weird because she talked about my past. Yeah. And again, can't really prove that. Past lives. And can, can you tell us, before you play the recording, has anything come true of what she said yet? I don't remember if it's this one or one of the other two, but a few things have popped up. Okay. okay. May I have both of your arms? I have a little look at both first. Yeah. Yep. Having a look around first. Among other things, this is the birth hand. It's brought in to show a recent past life. Now, it's old, it's been there, done that. We look at the recent past life in case it has um, any any ability to harm the current one or vice versa. could be very good. This past life seems to have been a very busy one and sometimes a little fearful. I'm wondering if you lived through a war <laughs> or a time. You what? Right. She said, I'm wondering if you've lived through a war. A war? In a past life. Yeah. How many fucking wars have there been in the last 200 years? It's a good way to hedge your bet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty general claim. Well, you know, you mean. Wait, so what? what's this lovely lady's name? I, I, I don't <laughs> know. I, I don't know, Dolores? Okay. I don't know. She read your hand and you didn't get a name? <laughs> what about her belly button? What was it like? <laughs> was it cavernous? She was old. She didn't smell as funny as the other two. So I, I quite like this one. Yeah. Is that what made you choose her? No, no. So you just get three cards um, and each card has a person. So I had a palm reading, mm. I had a clairvoyant and I had a tarot reading. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's got no cards with her, nothing like that. She's just got she's your hand. She's just got these babies. Right. Okay. These babies that Josh was referring to is his hands. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't referring to my gonads. <laughs> or your babies. <laughs> Alright. For a time of need, because there's anxiety here. Anxiety, but around the health too. Maybe that didn't help having me not well. Were you wearing like a therapy? No, I was in yeah. civilian wear. Oh. Okay, so you went in your, your work uniform? No. Okay. So she was talking about how I've either lived through a war yeah. or some type of big health issue. Something like the Black Plague. The Plague, the Great Depression, World War One, World War II. Let's go through it. The heart line is the, not the physical, but the emotional heart. And it's a, there's a lot of downlines. I think you had a lot of bother. Um, with your relationships in this whole 
So is this your past life or your current life? It could be either, but this is my past life. Okay, all right. Are you sure? Well, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Don't question me. This looks really good. I'm really bad at this lady. Old lifetime. Starts out um, very muddled. I don't think the education was good. However, it did, your mind and your intellect came clear later on in your life. But the- Is she saying you're an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so barring the roasting, it was a really great experience. Yeah, well. There were lots of islands on the on the um, on the line, islands of stress and worry. So anxiety in your mind, but you found a way through it. As opposed to anxiety in your feet. Yeah, let's see. I'd say the anxiety came from having to think about your safety in the, your life, because there's a lot of times in the line showing here where. There's things crossing it, um, anxiety lines, it's pretty big, so uh, um, you may have moved somewhere quite far away from where you were before, and that's anxious, that's being anxious there, and then it comes there and around, yeah, 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 your life improved, see, it's messy here in the, in the earlier years, up to say 40 or 50, same on the headline, messy, and then came good. And look what happens to the lifeline. Comes good. Whatever was affected, I think it was a global thing that was affecting you. Uh, finished, and you ended your life in peace and quiet. And so life. that that part was bullshit. She's like, describing COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is your current life. She's mixed up your hands. <laughs> <laughs> you had to work until you dropped. Because it goes right to when you last were here. I mean, that's the last day. So you were. You know, anxious. Are we up to your present hand now? No, that was my past life. So, so I died while working. Oh God! Which is probably why I have a really poor work ethic now. <laughs> Everyone does. It's our generation. <laughs> <laughs> it's all pretty bleak so far, isn't it? She's well, that was saying, my past life. So yeah, that's why I died. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Work as well because you're getting old, but your health was improving. That helped. So you did work till you, till you dropped. <laughs> <laughs> the nervous laugh. <laughs> Maybe, um, you did travel. I'm getting that you may have been some kind of seafarer. There's a lot of travel. I was like a seaman. <laughs> people did not travel unless it was part of work. Yeah, so anxiety was there. Do you have any traumas or fears about water or seafaring? Um, there was a bit of an incident. Yeah. In the water earlier this year. Oh yeah. Um, we ended up getting assaulted just at the beach. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. And That's with some. The palm says too. <laughs> 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 I, I could have told you that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how she just went. She's like, yeah, and then moved on. <laughs> I yeah. feel like she was trying to work with it, but maybe she was trying to get out of you whether or not you have a fear of waves or water in general. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're near a body of water. That's what she means. <laughs> it wasn't what I meant, but it got okay. too, I think it got too real for her. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't know how to yeah. fucking work with that. This is a therapy session. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something. 
Uh, this is where it gets right, interesting. This, right. is, this is the one. Hotline good and not nearly as as um, down, 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 down that that one was. This one you have warmth, you have love in your life. See how anything that's on the line is actually under the line. These little things are under the main line. You see that? Yeah. That's you holding in your emotions. Again, are you asking me? I'm a psychic. Well, just a general question. What do you think? I, I don't know. I should have asked her. Who was your starting character? Because <laughs> it's Reece interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's interesting. Maybe this is, I don't know if your podcast can go into this kind of territory, but like a lot of, in a lot of Asian culture, people hold in emotions and things. So I just wonder if that's the difference in your lifeline whether or not you have that culture all right get your palms out just oh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna emotions. figure this out we have a shaman here <laughs> <laughs> come on let's get it out man. get those bad boys out of here what do you call your babies my babies get those babies out my bad boys yeah i don't know just a thought this is me avoiding emotion so let's continue all right the triple fork that's very good that is the tri- double fork is empathy and the triple fork is being able to express it to others. So even though you might be in pain emotionally, you have the ability to to, to help others deal with this because yeah. they're showing it. They're showing their pain. I do work in healthcare. Oh, so. do you really? Yeah. Oh, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes you have to swallow your own feelings and Absolutely. deal with this. Yeah. Oh, well done. You're doing well. And the line is lovely and long, very nice line. When you have a clear line, as yours is. What line is that one, sorry? Oh, this is the headline, did I forget to tell you? The health of neck upwards. Clear ending. Um, I'm not a medical anybody, but when I see a clear ending on a headline, to me that suggests no dementia in later life. Hmm. Because the line would fray and break up, which is the head doing, the mind doing that. But yours is clear at the end. Oh, wow. No dementia for me. I'm all set. Oh, congratulations. I can start passive smoking again every <laughs> night. I've been cleared by the psych. Jeez. That's quite a heavy thing to say, isn't it? Big claim to Yeah, make. big claim. Well, as I said, she said a lot of things that are true. And that was three weeks ago. In the past, I'm you don't have now. dementia. I don't so. have dementia, so she's earned my money. <laughs> I would say, actually, so far in describing you, she's pretty. She's there's a sense of accuracy. I mean, it's not like so she's too, yeah. saying a lot of specific things, but she's definitely hit the nail on the head for certain characteristics of your personality. What do you think, Cam? I think it's, I think it's a great experience. I think she does. It's a real profession. Are you and spiritual, Cam? Not at all. <laughs> getting a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you're good. Yeah. You're a shaman. She's a shaman. <laughs> I sense you don't believe in this. <laughs> well, Cam rolls his eyes. <laughs> uh, nah. 
from yeah, I, I think it's complete shit <laughs> personally, but that's what people want to do. As in my quality Power that tool. she said was shit, or huh? I mean, it would be interesting to kind of see what she says to the next person because these are all really nice qualities for a person to have that she's describing, like. What if someone who's an absolute dickhead sits down in front of her? Does we she should say, get Cam to do it. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> I think it's about like the the psychic analyzes the person while they're talking to them and then gives them like a lot of a bit of ego stroking with the compliments like, "Oh, you're empathetic." Okay. Uh, if you uh, if you're a normal person, you'd be like, "Oh, I, I am empathetic." <laughs> that is so true. Like, but if she encountered a dickhead, she'd probably be like, oh, yeah, like, you're really strong. Like, you could mm. tell that just by talking. Because you can usually pick someone's someone. energy when they're sitting in front of you. you can just say their palm is like... And you read their reaction Based mm-hmm. on their, how they appear in the first mm. two minutes. Like. So we've definitely got a couple Sorry. of sceptics at the table. <laughs> the shaman does not approve. <laughs> we've, got, we've got Cam and Joshua as the sceptics. Yeah. And Josh and myself... Uh, the I'm the shaman and then Josh Josh is the novice shaman. <laughs> shaman in training. <laughs> shaman in training. The apprentice. To me that sounds like a, you've got all your faculties at the end of your life still. All my faculties. Clear mind means clear thinking, clear thoughts, clear ability to make decisions, ability to look ahead and see consequences of your actions, planning, you can see steps to get there, all that left brain and right brain so you'd actually beautifully balance between left and right brain left brain is the male brain logic reasoning analysis numbers correctness do you guys notice since she figured out josh works in healthcare, she's really throwing in a lot of health related references like dementia or left and right brain stuff you know Pandering to some of Good what point. you might be interested Great in. Great point. Busted. I think the shaman's actually uh, <laughs> starting to be a skeptic now. I'm starting to think I wasted 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Point, point. Organisation. Right brain, creativity, imagination, intuition, or theory or stuff. You do both very well. Now, the lifeline. <laughs> Interesting. It breaks and then it's. Uh, let's see. That's the work line. Okay, this is the lifeline, and you've got a She's double consulting one. Her and doubles book. there too. Interesting. It means at one point in. Uh, let's, oh, there's three of them. Three people, real people who died in your own lifetime. Possibly closer to your 20s or in your 20s? Did three people you know pass away? Uh, my grandma passed away. Yeah. Um, There's distance between them, but still you're, you're a young man. You're still halfway through my 20s. Yeah, yeah, okay. You gave her an easy out there. So basically there's two people in my close life that's going to die in the next few years. Hmm. You haven't had any other family members pass away? I had a lot of families pa- pa- family members pass away when I was younger, but only my grandma in my 20s. In your 20s? And that's when I was 20. Right. Okay. Well, that's pretty bleak, isn't it? 
I wouldn't want to base it's your life people in my close circle. So it's not family, actually. It's people in my close circle. So. Oh, thank God we're not good friends with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> this time we start distancing ourselves. Oh, my God. Yeah. We're your only two friends. <laughs> We've got targets on our back. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so watch out. Thank you. This lifeline, the main one, goes out into the world and then 90 degree turn for home. That's sudden, that's a sharp turn. Where's home for you? I thought it was here. It could well be here. Home is where the heart is. Mm. At some point in your life, you're going to have to either return to Australia because this is home. Sharp turn. Or in your sentimentality, you you want to go back to your birthland. Have you come here as a born from um, elsewhere? Or? No, I was born here. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> She's 100% played on... Yeah, 100% played on the fact that Josh... The colour of Josh's skin here. That was really... Your response was hilarious. Um, no, I was born here. I'm yeah. an Australian. Oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> That's what the palm says. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yeah. When she said that, I was like... That's mm. shocking. Uh, I've lost all trust <laughs> in the psychic. <laughs> I definitely can see myself coming back here because I do want to live overseas for a bit. You may do that too. Yes, because your line goes right into the world and then home again, home again. I'm playing that Just UK to trip. That's what I thought. When you're out there. <clears throat> oh, oh, that's it. Thank you. Oh, Neil arrived. Did ask for a small one. I wonder what the big one looks like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to clarify, what, I, did what, not, what, I did not did take you, off my pants yeah. at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, God. Someone bought out a drink for her. Yeah. Um, it means you won't suffer the worst of anything. They've got your back. You won't suffer the worst of financial difficulty or health problems or legal problems or anything, you know, if you oh, crash your car, you get up and walk away with a broken toe, and you go, oh my god, my life's falling apart, I've crashed my car, no, you get a brand new car. <laughs> That's pretty good. You're like Oprah. Yeah, you get a car. You get a car. Oprah with Dr. Phil. You've got problems. You don't have problems. But you got a car. Brand new one. So she is saying pretty absolutely that you will go try and live somewhere else. Mm, which is basically a fact because, yeah. as we know, I was meant to be living in the UK this year and I still plan to in the next few years. Yeah. Now, do you, do you want to learn about a family or kids or something? Um, yeah, is there a relationship sign? Sure. Here we go. This is why Josh came. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Ouch. Wow. When you commit, you commit. My God. <laughs> These are too early. I'm back on. She's, on. she's good. <laughs> under your little finger. Those are teen years, little crushes. Uh, here's a better crush here. Could have been a movie star, doesn't matter. Might not be someone you actually know. Teenagers have crushes. Then there's this one, and then there's this one, and these are friendships only. So, are you in a current relationship? No. Okay. Won't be long. 
won't be long. It'll start out, I think, as a friendship and then develop more depth later. Okay, that is very dangerous because that literally can be at least 10 or 20 people. Mm. Yeah. How does she know something's a friendship and a relationship? How does she know by looking at the line? Are you, again, are you asking me? I'm just throwing questions out there. Kem, as the uh, wannabe shaman, when please the, answer that when question. The, when the love line um, <laughs> connects with the friendship line, there's a blur. Oh, that's all I got. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Maybe lines intersect or something. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know about that comment about you being very well committed. <laughs> I disagree. I had there was a strong nod from Cam, but I think I disagree. What, what do you think, Cam? You were one that nodded. Look, I I thought she had a good point, and but now that Ash mentions it, I have to think about it. Oh, part, just side side because Josh is a chase man. Yeah, he I'm ta- I'm chase. team shaman now. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back in the shaman. I've inducted him as a shaman. What, what yeah. do you mean? I'm a chase man. You, you like the chase, but then... It's a good TV show. <laughs> and, the Andrew, chaser. Andrew, okay. The chaser. There you go. Avoiding emotions is what Josh said. She's got you, mate. She's got you good. No, I, I just think... I, I think got you're charmed. the kind of guy that likes, you know, like the excitement of like, you know, finding a relationship, figuring out, as much as you hate it, like figuring out whether or not someone likes you, that kind of whole dancing around bit. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, not every time, but sometimes when it's worked out that it is a relationship, you, you you know, it can fizzle. Oh, absolutely. No, uh, you're hundred percent right. I just wanted to broadcast my image on this podcast Mm. to be a nurturing, committed guy. And now (laughs) you just shut that down (laughs) by revealing all the truth. So too deep, but it's interesting you say that because this next part, did you want a family? Kids? Uh, yeah, definitely. Sure. As I said, two major relationships. I think you'll find there's a child on each of those. Now, I, I don't like saying that because when you get into this one, the first one there, and you're having a bad day or something, oh, it doesn't matter, there's another one coming. That other one coming could be 20 years later. I mean, you don't want to think that it's around the corner, but yeah. it isn't. You make, when you're good at your vows, though, you're good at committing. And you... So, two kids to two different women. Man, you're going to pay some child support. Is that the royal family? Right, I, won't, yeah. <laughs> I won't need to pay child support because I'll be protected financially. No, of course. <laughs> She no said so, no problems. <laughs> no legal problems. Tell that to your ex-wife. So, two kids to two different women. The first woman is someone that I start off being friends with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put the theory out there. What? Yeah. Just going through in my mind all the potentials out there. Well, from the lady who fingered my belly button. Could be me. Could be that's how you get pregnant through the belly button <laughs> we right. all know everybody knows that mine's clearly not Kevin herself so <laughs> I won't be around for long <laughs> we got lucky we didn't use protection <laughs> no babies yet <laughs> yeah interesting though that yeah it's interesting that she says that she did kind of address it but she said you know I don't want you thinking like oh 
you know, like, this wife sucks, you know, move on, that's fine, though, I have another one coming in the horizon. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's a pretty powerful thing to tell somebody. Yeah, for sure. You might, you might. If what you do you think, Cam? I, I still think it's pretty, like, a big thing to tell someone, because even if you think it's oh, complete absolutely. bullshit, you can still have it in the back of your mind. So, it could be, theoretically, I could have an accidental one-night stand with a friend, impregnate them have that kid but then down the track find the love of my life get married with them and have a kid she also said two major be... relationships okay yeah okay yeah that's true well, thank god that's random that true. impregnation <laughs> yeah with that's a close friend so you, you go to town no protection you're good <laughs> yeah it only happens when you're in a relationship there you go that's probably another thing that you could take out of this yeah. okay I don't need to buy that pack of condoms anymore <laughs> she said soon too very soon Somebody who's your friend currently, Poten- potentially anyway. Don't look at me. There you go. Oh, I don't believe that part. I can't see myself having sex twice in my life. <laughs> I'll be happy with one. <laughs> He's a great man. <laughs> well, I like the finish of that one. I'm going to take that. Didn't like the uh, two kids to two relationships with a friend. Didn't like having two people in my 20s die. Apart from that, it's a pretty good reading. I love how she went for, we, are you from here? Oh, you're yeah. not. Yeah, she went down that. He's a foreign man. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to your country, foreign man. I feel like one of the other chicks, and it might be this chick as well, said the same thing. So they're, they're probably trying to like. Psychics are racist. Yeah, of course they are. I think Josh is like bang on. It's like they're trying to read off the person. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Their reaction to things. In saying that, this one I reckon was reading off my vibes. So mm. I've got a photo of this lady. Mm. Mm. This chick. <laughs> this chick's a clairvoyant, which means. Yeah, what does that mean? Oh, I guess it's somebody who can speak to spirits and is more attuned with spirits. Clairvoyant. I thought they saw images of the past or future. I thought she said that she sees, yeah, different symbols and images around my persona. And mm-hmm. Basically, she talks at me yeah. and, like, she's pretty fucking kooky, Lala. Her name's Gladys. I've got a picture here. Gladys. Gladys. And I'll, uh, Cam, I want you to describe <laughs> how she looks. She looks like a clairvoyant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Rough. I think Ash describes it well. Oh, wow. She's got some very rosy cheeks. <laughs> some tattooed eyebrows that are very thin. Yeah, it's like the type of eyebrows that are like meme worthy. <laughs> 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 I 
I mean, she looks nice. So this space department Mac is simplified. But I feel like in explaining how, what she's like, it's, she's basically how she looks. <laughs> okay. So I've got a definition of a clairvoyant here. Do we want to throw that out? True. Um, having or claiming to have the power of seeing objects or actions beyond the range of natural vision. Okay. So used in a sentence, not being clairvoyant, I did not foresee the danger of ignoring her advice. Hmm. So not necessarily seeing spirits like I thought. But seeing, just see stuff that's not there. Yeah, seeing objects or actions that the naked eye couldn't see. So paranoid schizophrenics with mental illnesses. Yeah, <laughs> could, it could be seen as a hallucination. Well-regulated schizophrenics. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Things like that. Come on, Pete. You've got really nice energy about you, also. Right? Um, I don't feel like you're a negative person or anything like that. I feel like you're very personable and you're very good even with um, networking. I wouldn't say you're a big visa, but I feel that you're communicating and um, um, posting things and stuff, you know, just that kind of, it's that vibe, it is a good vibe. So, in any job role that you have the ability to mix and mingle and network and say hi, yeah, or coordinate things or get things on, do that kind of thing, it would be suited for you. Um, Right, so yeah, I'll get images like that. But your professionalism, there's an element of professionalism around you. Yeah. Um, you're not rough. Thoughts so far? That's not too bad. Yeah. She, she mumbles a little bit. I feel like when people mumble, I mean, some people just naturally mumble, but often when people mumble, they're not very confident in what they're saying and they're trying to like brush over what they're saying. I feel like this one sounds way more confident with what she's saying than the palm reader. Oh, really? Ooh, I can't follow what she's saying. I felt the palm reader was more reading off a script, basically, yeah. or like just trying to think of stuff uh, on the go. Mm, had a formula. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Whereas all my Gladys, she was quite erratic. She would never look me in the eye. She'd sort of like stare at She's just looking at the object. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's true. The thing well, you can't see. Something oh, else. it's because I can't see it. it. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> I'm the idiot here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see uh, both. The seafarer. And some of the past questions. The seaman. They're here. Again, asking about my family. I feel that there is also some family in the distance. Been some conflict, um, a lot of deaths. Right. Right. Okay. Alright. So that, yeah, family stuff going around. Spread all around the world. Wind's out of itself there. I don't know if somebody's leeching onto you or if somebody in, the, in your close family is leeching them, right? Can you understand what that might mean? That there is definitely a leech type person uh, around you. So, are there any leech type people around you? I don't think. In my family, I don't think so. It'd be a pretty rough thing to admit, like. 
Because <laughs> I know like, Given most people. of my family listen to this. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't type people. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't like I outwardly say, oh yeah, my, my <laughs> uncle Jeff. <laughs> Huge leech. Yeah, massive. <laughs> Because you're the leech. <laughs> You've sucked my fifty dollars. Yeah. It's interesting though, because in um, my mum used to do Reiki, and she did like a Reiki what course. Is, what is Reiki? Oh, mm. sorry. I did Reiki as part of this as one of the treatments, um, and I kid you not, that was the fucking best thing of the whole night. What the hell was really? Reiki? Yeah, yeah, I felt that. So it's basically um, people describe it as hands-on healing. So basically, um, usually you're not touched. They didn't touch you, did they? Did they touch you, Joshua? <laughs> no, they did not touch me. No, so no, they did not finger my belly button either. Yeah, so they, they go through um, different parts of your body and they kind of put their hands just above your, your skin. It's like so, the meridian lines. Yeah, yeah. I don't know actually the full details of it, to be honest, but I just know that that passes healing energy to people and my mum's had a lot of weird stuff happen when she's done it she said that one time her hands glowed green so you know you make you make what you make out of that whether or not my mum's a clairvoyant or she's got psychosis <laughs> but, or green hands <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hectic I've never heard of that but basically it's just like an, an art of healing. Mm, right. So I, I had a 10 minute treatment and I was just sitting in the chair, close my eyes and the lady just goes around your body and like you can feel the warmth of the hands, but she doesn't touch you. Mm. Um, and I don't know whether it's because I got myself into a meditative state during that time, but I came out of it and I was so zen. Mm. And the other point I was coming back to was... There's something in Reiki, if you don't do a certain kind of seal, either before or after you practice, then you can attract certain leeches of the universe. So like entities that can latch onto your body and suck your energy. So I thought she was talking about that kind of a leech that you have like universal kind of energy leeches on you. But it sounds like she meant a person. person. That Reiki resonates for me because... You have leeches in your family? No, I swear I've experienced that now. What? Yeah, someone's done that to me. Green hands? No, no, no <laughs> green hands. No green hands, but they did like a similar thing. Oh, yeah. Just like with hands over my went body. To that sex club in Berlin? <laughs> Many hands. <laughs> no, that was touching. Them. All different colours. <laughs> Some green. <laughs> How did it, it was feel? really good. Uh. Felt weird. I've got, Wait, what are we talking about? We, no, this is like not Berlin. No, no, not okay. Berlin. This is like uh, it's pretty funny. So, my ex-girlfriend who oh, you two oh are friends yes, with, yeah, her dad had a little like shop in their back shed with like Did he a. Touch you in the- <laughs> <laughs> so it's just me and him. Um, they, he, you take your. He does what my ex-girlfriend would call them as adjustments. 
um, which is kind of like Cairo stuff that his friends have taught him to do. He's not qualified <laughs> at all. And you consented to this? I was just trying to fit into the family. Oh, wow. You can see why that relationship worked out. Son-in-law. <laughs> no. Um, so he... He would have done a Reiki healing on you. So, yeah, he did a bit of the adjustment and then he started doing, like, weird hand stuff. Oh, he, okay. he, he was, No, he wasn't touching me, but, like, I don't know. This how is Cam's Gliding his hands. Yeah, gl- gliding his hands, like, just above my, my body and my legs. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would have been quite intimate for you. <laughs> I think it was the first, first time I was down there, actually. I think that <laughs> it's the first yes, time he mate. was down there, too, apparently. Yeah. Yes, and he does a Reiki yeah. awesome. Joshua, could this, you imagine my is... dad doing that to you? No. It'd be so awkward. This is making None a lot of, of sense now. Yeah, because he's... They're, they're, I think um, mum or dad is Reiki trained. Yeah. Um, so he raked you. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Oh Jesus. Wow. Okay. Well, we've all had experiences then. But do any of us believe in Reiki properly? I think it has some I, I can definitely say I felt really good coming out of it, whether it was a Reiki <laughs> or whether it was meditating for ten minutes. Mm. That's the way I always look at it, like it's just meditating. Mm. So you're Could always be. gonna feel good. I mm. think as exactly as right. well, like heat on your body is probably quite good and it generates a lot of heat yeah. how does it generate heat if they're not touching you well you can still feel the heat of their palms as okay. they're mm. moving across your Wait, body you should didn't, didn't you feel his palms <laughs> did you not feel his heat on your body <laughs> um, and I think if I nothing's know. going on your brain can get very um, like active and creative and start to feel mm. a bit like if you're trying to get to a spiritual place, your brain will just be like, ooh. Actually, oh, no, because with the Reiki, I was so focused on feeling the hand and the heat. Because mm. you, your eyes are closed. So for me, I was like, oh, I can feel the hand. Where is the hand now? Where is it moving? Mm. And again, that's probably a form of mindfulness and why I was able to get mm. so zen in that 10 yeah. minute period of time. I had pretty much what Joshua described about getting to like that state. That was when I was in Bali. Just on some wild shrooms. Oh, really? No, I'm kidding. No, it was um, doing a sound healing session. Oh, yeah. When I was in Changu. That was hectic. I haven't heard of that. What so is that it? is like, basically, they have the belief, like, different points in your body. is like your chakras. Oh, yeah. And over time, your chakras become, like, misaligned. Mm. So the sound healing. So banging these copper bowls, different size copper bowls. Mm. And the frequencies are meant to, like, align your chakras. Mm. So we were all lying down. In a circle, basically. And this lady, this shaman lady, would go around banging the copper bowls. Mm. Um, super loud. And the vibrations were actually pretty strong. Mm. And you just get into like a super, super zen state. Super zen state. Mm. Like it was super weird for me. Yeah. Like I had like complete control over my thoughts. I was like, had something that popped into my mind. It's like, mm, yeah. Down like that, swipe that away. Something would come in. Like, oh yeah, look at that a bit more. It was super weird. It was like the most meditative state I've ever been. I reckon that's a bit of good theory there of what the, all the OTs out there listening would know as sensory regulation. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> you know, like... How have you care. segued that into <laughs> OT? I just had to do a little bit of OT ad- advocacy in there somewhere. Shameless um, <laughs> self-plug. That's a real... Yeah, that, that's similar to when I've been hypnotised before. You get into that meditative state where you're completely in control of your body but 
things can happen. Yeah. I still can't believe that you've been hypnotized. I need to go watch one of those shows where you get hypnotized. And yeah, you've been fully hypnotized before. Twice, yeah. I want to see By the happen. same guy. Yeah. Do you remember anything? Yeah, I remember everything. But did you have a choice? Like, did you have a choice? Mm, so if, if like he told me to, like, take my undies off and flop my dick around, I could say no. Mm. So, like, if, if I felt really strongly about not wanting to do something, I would have the control to do that. Mm. But then little things that he would say, like, I'd just be very suggestible towards doing it. Mm. Um, and even subconsciously, he made me pass out on the stage as well, mm. um, which I think I've showed you videos of. But yeah, came out of it and just felt so zen, so yeah, wow. so happy afterwards. And it wasn't like peer pressure or stage pressure. I think it's a bit of that. So it's like a show, you get up there, there's like 20 people and like it gets you into a state of mindfulness first, but you're on stage and you really want to be hypnotized because you don't want to be the one that he picks out and sends back to the crowd to sit down. Mm. So there's that social psychology involved there around forcing yourself to get into that state. And I'm quite good at getting into a meditative state, which is why I probably get hypnotized quite easily. Mm, mm, a vulnerable um, mind. So, the, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you, um, rapid eye movement. So your mm. eyes start to flutter once you're in that state and mm. it's like you're dreaming. Mm. <clears throat> so you're conscious the whole time. Yeah, like a l- big it. lucid dream. Yep. All right. Right. I see that you wear glasses, but for some reason, uh, do they need to be altered, changed, or something? Uh, I've got new glasses coming next week. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like a spiritual cult? What's a sense? I sense new glasses. you have trouble seeing <laughs> without those glasses. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're right. You've got Let's go to the glasses. AGM. You have earned it. <laughs> How is that like an, a thing to acknowledge in a spiritual reading that you're getting a new pair of glasses? So what she was doing, and just to explain, she was writing different words that would come into her head. Yeah. And earlier on, you know, she went quiet for about 10 seconds. She wrote this word and circled it four times. What was it? Magnifying glass. What? <laughs> and so she's referencing that word right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> interesting though because she says she sees pictures and it could be like a literal thing of something coming up in your life or a symbol or a symbol so basically you can take that almost anywhere she's just kind of you know thinking random things that pop up into her head and she can either take it literally or she can say oh if it's not literal then perhaps it's, it's something yeah, symbolic yeah. Right super hot sexy man <laughs> <laughs> I've got new glasses coming next week. Really giving her a
What's she saying? <laughs> I, she I didn't said, get any of that. She said anything in the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> She's talking about if cars. I was using cars, but I'm not because I don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trumpism. Literally, she's like, I have these cards here, but I don't use them. It's just like, I don't know what she's talking about, okay. but she's explaining symbols okay. at this stage. I guess I could see why her method would be more scattered. Like, if, if things are just popping into her mind and she has to try and make meaning from them quickly, yeah. that's why she's got a more scattered approach. Yeah. And a picturesque horizon, and watching the ocean, and a ship sailing off. Right? Very nautical theme across the two. Ship sailing off. It's heading out. He's not sad or anything, but it's really about um, either um, someone going away, or it's almost like uh, the ship's not coming in yet, but waiting for the boat to come in to get here. You know what I mean? Cam, you look really lost. I still don't know what she's saying. <laughs> No, she hasn't said anything. <laughs> I did not take you for such a seaman. Yeah. <laughs> From Oti <Every>... to Boti. <laughs> yeah, that imprinted on a shirt. No, that should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oti to Boti. <laughs> it's more general. general a cynic's guy. Yeah. No. Psychic dinner. <laughs> Even though she's... What's her name? Gladys. Even though Gladys is an absolute scatterbrain, like, this is just like a big... Clusterfuck, I would describe this. <laughs> There's one thing that she said that was accurate, and it was about someone going away in your life. Yeah. And that also that you know maybe you're at a point when you're feeling like you're waiting for a ship to come in. Mm, I All these agree. Seafaring metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> um, I agree. When I when I heard that, I was thinking again that London trip. Yeah. Okay, that's been something I've been wanting to do for at least five years now. Mm. and it's stopped quite suddenly last year for obvious reasons but mm. it's still something I'm very passionately wanting to do yeah on one hand I was like that's really on point and then on another hand I was like that's also on point about a lot of people's lives though like a lot of people everyone's been... paused all their travelling mm. everyone mm. feels like they're stuck because they are <clears throat> and then a lot of people have people that have moved away shut down my dream <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I can see both sides of the coin. Uh, the word was to have some patience and a little bit of time. Now, uh, are you hoping for new developments in your career or work? Yeah, well, I feel like this year's going to be a really big year for me. <laughs> is that every year? This is a big year. Anyway, just for a point of this year. But, um, so, there is uh, a little bit of time to wait. But I... Gladys is all over the shop. Hey? Gosh, she's awesome. I can't follow. You are like a textbook, this is my year kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> Every year. Yeah, that's actually really true. Big plans, but all this going on. Yeah. Cam, that might be the most on point thing you've said about Josh ever. Yeah. Well, you, you have known me for about 14 years. So. Yeah. 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 Your New Year's resolutions are always a big deal. And then you always like plan things out. So yeah, I'd say you're a big, this is my year guy. Oh, so you guys are psychics as well. Yeah. <laughs> We're Charmans. Charmans. We told you. Team Charmant. <laughs> really big She's literally covering every base as to what like a career move could be for you, whether that's oh, changing um, jobs or moving up the ladder in your yeah. workplace. She's covering all But I'm all not going to get fired. 
That's true. I mean, yeah, you're covered for that. <laughs> I mean, she never she never mentioned it though, so potentially there's still a loophole where you could get fired. And so anyway, she she's a bit all over the place. I want to fast forward to the relationships part because that made me laugh. Um, what about relationships? Is there any? Yeah. What about relationships? <laughs> Here we go. Oh. Yeah. oh. Pause that. She's definitely got out of that because she had nothing. <laughs> I know. So when I asked her about it, she put her hands over the rocks and she started shaking her hands, being like, "No, no, no, it doesn't feel right." Yeah. Right. Accurate. I mean, that's pretty contradicting to what the last lady said. Yeah, completely your hands. opposite. Yeah. I think Gladys might have a little bit of a, be a little bit full of shit. Yeah, Glass doesn't do much for me. She hasn't said anything in the last 10 to 15 minutes. She started yeah. off good. You, you, were, yeah. you were vibing out early. Yeah, strong, but then it's just been rambling <laughs> yeah. for a while now. What do you rate her out of 10, Josh? Um, I didn't mind her. In the moment, what'd you rate her? Looks wise. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have given her a 7 or an 8. She said a lot of things that really? resonated with me, yeah. Really? The travel thing. The leeches. Um, that leech thing was totally off. There's a lot of leech talk. Maybe there are more leeches in your life than you realise. <laughs> um, but yeah, she basically skipped past that relationships bit. Mm, that's interesting. Because that's the part that you wanted to talk about. And she was like, mm, mm, nah. mm, mm. Nah. Well, wasn't there advice like, don't focus on it and then it'll happen? Wasn't that what she was saying? Yeah. Well, I heard don't rush into it. Yeah. I heard a lot of things. <laughs> yes, I couldn't quite... Figure out where one sentence finished and another started. Yeah, she like would say something and say the complete opposite. It's like, oh yeah, you might get in a relationship, but you might not. So you rush into it, but don't rush into it. She's like almost having a conversation. She was like the typical psychic reader from my experience, like saying nothing but saying a lot. Yeah. (laughs) No, but like you know how they kind of appear. (laughs) 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 That is a ghost. (laughs) If you don't believe in them. And she's mum and she's a nice lady. You hear people talk about psychics and you're like, I bet they're quacks. And that was a quack. She's like a textbook. Yeah. Yeah. She's not doing much for my belief. Industry at all. She's tarnished brand. Yeah. She's not a good rep in the industry. Can we just all remind ourselves, none of these psychics, unless they do it privately, I don't know actually. Maybe this is too much of a big call to say. 
but they're all dinner dinner show psychics, you know? Yeah. You also paid, what, $50 for three psychics? I paid $90, $90 for a two-course meal and three psychics. Oh, was okay. <laughs> the psychics were better than the food. Because, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some psychics make a living out of this. I know some of my colleagues... One of my colleagues went to go see a psychic um, where there's like a 12-month wait list. And I think she's somewhere in the southern suburbs. And you get like a text message saying after a year, basically saying a spot has become available. And really? Yeah. And she, I think she's probably like 100 bucks for the one hour. Yeah, but like a lot of people eat McDonald's. Like just because she's get used by a lot of people doesn't mean that she's... Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that. But oh, I, I got confused because you said McDonald's, but I like that analogy. Yeah, I. My girlfriend tells me of the psychic she knows, and apparently you have to book like a year in advance. Yeah, to yeah. Get her. It's true, and yeah, I don't know. Does the quality differ between a dinner and a show psychic? Three course meal included in your palm reading. Two course meal. Two course meal, okay. Two course meal, that changes things. <laughs> but in saying that, um, it was a really fun night. It was very different to a normal dinner that you have with a mate. Um, yeah. Because so I'd go up and then I'd come back and talk about my reading with Jordan. He'd go up and we just Yeah, like, what, what was he like? Was he like, oh yeah, it was really good? Or was he like, that was he, complete he shit? He was like you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could imagine him being <laughs> <laughs> Um But yeah, it was like good... Four hours worth of just talking shit, yeah. trying something different. Yeah, it was, it was actually a lot of fun. I definitely see the novelty in it. Would I base my life on what they tell me? Probably not. No. No way. Surely not. And I think the, I think what the way that I view it is that they things pop up. So for example, and all three of the women talked about work, and we skipped through it a lot. But there is a lot of stuff that I'm focusing on, focusing on, and work this year. And so I take that. As like, yeah, I'm, a bit of like positive reinforcement. Yeah, I'm moving towards the right path. I've got my head yeah. focused on the right things. I'm not focusing on relationships this year. I'm focusing on just a huge drink bottle. Just taking a drink out of. Yeah, I did silently though. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for you won't be able there. to pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> Massive. <laughs> do you just carry that with you everywhere? All the time. Does that just last you the week? What do you do no, with that thing? I drink that. I drink two of these a day. Two. Yeah. That's huge. It has a residual. For the listeners, how many litres is that? Two litres a day. Well, so four litres a day. So it's like a a day. It's almost like a mini keg. Yeah. Yeah. An an esky keg kind of thing. Yeah. It always has a residual taste of like old hydrolyte in it. So anytime. Because I get really hungover and I put like four in. Yeah. And then this will do me. That's a hangover cure. And then he'll often (laughs) be like. So I just like hug it in bed and sip it slowly. I recover. And I just never clean it. So that's where the taste comes from. And then anytime, oh, okay. we're, anytime <laughs> we're out, I'm like, oh, I need a, need a drink. He'll be like, do you want some? And I'm like, no, please get that away from me. And the scungy water bottle. <laughs> Sorry um, to go off topic then. Oh, no. So I was just having a little sermon there, but clearly you're a skeptic, so I'm not going to bother. <laughs> so anyway, have, have we converged you? Can no. <laughs> do no. you want to think about that? Answer? Not even a little. <laughs> I feel like... These two have, I'm still like... Open to it, and I think that could be. Yeah. Some, I think you and your girlfriend should do well. it just for shits and gigs. Yeah, but I won't be going to that dinner <laughs> that dinner deal anytime soon. I agree. I reckon don't close, don't close your mind fully, because to be honest, I sound like I'm a skeptic after listening to that. 
Mm, but I think there are some there are some good ones out there. Ones that aren't in it just for the money and the novelty. Yeah. Mm. But do you think it's more like just like positive psychology rather than psychicness? Like I don't think there's anything mystical yeah. going on. I think they're just reading people and then like stroking their ego a little bit. And, and then you come out from a, the session and you're like, I feel amazing after my psychic just told me my life. And anyone that knows right. me knows yeah. how much I like having my ego stroked. Mm. So if anything, I'm the biggest. Well, if any, that was, that they were good in that is, sense, then they picked that out already. Anything stroked. But saying that, um, my mum went to a psychic where they said to her, oh, I'll tell your sister to watch the stairs. What happened a week later? My auntie fell down the stairs and bruised her whole body but really badly. Sister or auntie? Well, my auntie, my mum's sister. Oh. My mum went to the psychic. Do you know how families work? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're full of leeches. <laughs> no, but so yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I think I think there might be some people that are a little bit more in tuned with things. Than yeah, if that happened, I would keep going back to that psychic. Mm. Okay. Has your mum gone back since? No. Some more handy hints. She was at, <laughs> shout out to Spiritual Reflections at the Hillary's Marina. <laughs> at the marina. So good. But, but I feel like the staying away from the stairs is like a good call. Because if they stay away and nothing happens, then the psychic's right. <laughs> or if they fall, then the psychic's right. Well, they, they stayed away from the stairs. <laughs> they needed my advice. It, it, it never <laughs> happened. You're you go. We've got two types of thinkers in this room. The real pragmatists and the feelers. I think I'm somewhere in in the middle. Mm. I've just experienced too much weird shit to say that everything's completely black and white. Mm. So uh, I think I know that there's something deep inside like humans and like, oh, we wish for like that mysticalness to be true, like something mm. greater than just us. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And it's it mortality, that. really. Mm. Like what do you think? Seeking for that immortality. So you of. just think when we're dead, we're brown bread. Well, I don't know. I'm not, not going to make that call, but I think humans like do try and grasp on that like spiritual realm a bit more to give their life a bit more direction. Yeah, because if it was just like nothing happened afterwards, it'd be a bit sad. I think you got a little flank, faint flutter of that in yourself. What? That sense of wanting there to be more than just. Oh yeah, of course. I'd hate for nothing to happen after you die, but it was probably probably good. Have nothing happen. There's that sweater there though, I see it. Okay. Shaman. Shaman. Are we watching a couple's camping <laughs> session? <or? laughs> I think this is when we leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> Should we just the leave belly the belly buttons are coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that note. Yeah, on that, on that spiritual note. It was, we, thank you for going through that spiritual journey with me, guys. I yeah. feel like I put myself out there, was vulnerable, and you just shut me down. I feel cleansed, to be honest. I'm like sorry I, you feel that way, but I feel cleansed. I feel like I learnt a lot. That was good. Yeah. Um, thanks, Ash. Thanks, Joshua. Thanks, no guys. Thanks, thanks Gladys. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Gladys. <laughs>